So once this is recorded, it, it'll be for students to to hear. Anyone? Oh, we're putting it out there. Exactly. It's on Apple. It's on Apple. It's on yeah. Spotify. It's on Google. Good enough, and, and it's on Audible. People like me. I didn't sign any disclosures. When you sign your contract, sign under my that life away. Whole it's the contract. As a sign. <laughs> it's the contract. <laughs> it's all good. Let's do it. <laughs> Oh, we're already doing it. He's been recording. I've been recording this entire time. Fantastic. (laughs) There will be some sort of soft opening. There's some gold in there. Yeah, our gold opens. (laughs) How good? How good is your edit button? Queen's world. Um, It's it's a it's a sprinkle. It's more of a sprinkle than a than a button. Just fairy dust. Okay, that's what I do. Be careful, fairy dust. In honor of Miss Davis. Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of My College Story. After a long hiatus, we are back in the studio. Mr. Beasley, how you doing, brother? Doing well. Good. Thanks for having me. Coach Jordan, how are you? I'm very good. Good. Well, we let's see, we we have not been recorded. In probably six months, so okay. you, you guys can call me lazy, okay. but I felt like we needed to bring the show back with a bang, okay. which is why you guys are here. So wow. uh, we are talking today to Billy Beasley and Jay Jordan, two of our newest members of the All Saints family, and uh, two guys that I've gotten to know well, and uh, have been really excited to start a relationship with. And Watching you guys work with our kids has been awesome. So well, thanks. Glad you guys are not only in the studio today, but at, but at All Saints. Thank you. Thanks I'm greatly struggling us. between the uh, common familiarity and joking around and being very serious because this is a school podcast. Right. Yeah. Well, right. you can so joke around a little I'll bit. I'll do both. Here, so. Maybe. All right. So <laughs> so I wanted you guys to be on again as I've gotten <clears throat> as I've gotten to know you guys are are. Uh, philosophies about life, about mm-hmm. students, a lot of other things, like they align. Yeah, and absolutely. so sure we want to open that can. I don't maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but so That's a different setting, huh? That conversation's yeah, yeah. for yeah. a different setting. Okay. So let's let's start though with, with you two. Um number one, a little bit about yourselves, where you're from, families, etc. Maybe what your parents did to see, so we can start to shape maybe how you guys ended up in education a little bit. So, who's going first? Billy. Billy. Okay. All right, Coach. Well, Beasley, I'm come sure, on. Coach Jay, that your your story is a uh, much more interesting than mine. Sort of. Um, I would. I'm, I'm eager to hear yours. Uh, well, good afternoon, and thank you guys for having us. Thank mm-hmm. you guys for letting us do this right here. Um. Name is Billy Beasley II. Um, I'm an East Texas guy from from Chandler. Uh, just born and raised here. Graduated from uh, Brownsboro High School. Um, went to TJC, UT Tyler. Before I before I began to work, have two brothers. Have an older brother, William. Um, lives in Desoto. Have an older sister, Delethea. She lives in Springs. She's a CPA. My brother in Desoto is a uh, retired. Have a younger brother Barry, who works in administration for the uh, federal penitentiary in, in Seagullville. He's an All Saints graduate. Um, parents, they were they they were educators. Dad was a principal for um, the last 
I guess about the last 15 years of his career there in Brownsboro. He started out teaching and coaching, and he had a lot of fun with that. And uh, Mama was a reading teacher, uh, 43 years, taught fifth grade, uh, fifth grade ELAR. And so, uh, brave soul there. Well, we uh, we got corrected often when we didn't speak like we uh, like we ought to speak. So I try to be mindful of that. But um, but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of me. Uh, married to Leslie, um, she's a Robert E. Lee. Um, Tyler Legacy, now it is, uh, girl, and uh, she's from Tyler. And um, yeah, set of 13-year-old twins, uh, Leyland Tripp here at All Saints. And so, and they don't keep you busy at all, do they? Not hardly. <laughs> no, not hardly. So that's, that's kind of a little bit about me. Okay. Coach Jay, your turn, brother. Uh, so we step into the minefield early. Yeah, let's go right away. <clears throat> Head first. Come on. I am the uh, son of a preacher man. I hear you. So uh, <laughs> my dad was a preacher until I was about 16. Um, a couple different de- de- denominations. Uh, split time growing up between Memphis, Tennessee and Parkersburg, Iowa. Uh, graduated from high school in Parkersburg, though we spent almost every summer back in Memphis. Uh, I've always kind of considered myself from Tennessee and a resident of Iowa. Um Maybe that switched around over time. I don't know. But um, that's where my roots, where my family lives right now. Uh, my folks uh, live there. My sister, I have a sister uh, who actually does live in Iowa and works there. And I have a brother who's uh, down in Bryan College Station. Okay. He's been there for a long period of time. It's kind of odd that we both ended up doing our graduate studies in, in the state of Texas and stayed. So, uh, or my brother and I did. Um Let's see what else. Personal bio. That's where I'm from. Went to college at Iowa State. Um, went to law school at SMU. That's what brought me to Texas. Um, at some point, there was a life change that brought me to East Texas, and I've been here for 13 years. Okay, I believe. Are you going to be yeah. one of those guys that says, you know, wasn't born in Texas but got here as fast as I could? No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, family wise, I have three boys. One's 24, uh, lives and works on his own. I've got a 19 year old who's a freshman in college and I've got a 16 year old sophomore, uh, rising junior here at all saints. Uh, and beyond that, I generally state that, uh, it'll probably come up later in our story that, that my family's all saints yeah. and, uh, I'm I'm proud of that. I'm proud to be included, and I'm happy to be here talking to you. Well, like I said earlier, we're glad you guys are here too. So, all right. So, this is my this is the my college story podcast. So we do have to focus a little bit on education, right? Right. Right. I mean, you know, let's keep our eye on the prize here. So, I want to know what kind of students were you guys in high school? Okay. In the class, we'll start in the classroom first. What kind of students in the classroom were you guys? Okay. Uh, You want to jump in, Coach Shay? You want me to go with that? You know, um, and just being open and honest about this, uh, the, the kind of student I was in high school, um, I did enough to keep mom and daddy off my back. And um, I knew the kind of grades that were expected. Um, and that's what I brought home. Um, could have pushed myself to do better. Could have made myself do more. Um, but just going back... I would take a much different approach to it, but um, I did enough to, uh, you know, to get an award at the end of the grading period, uh, to get my name called out. 
but there was more I could have done just in, in hindsight. Okay. I would do it differently next time. All right. We'll get to that in a little bit. So, all right. Coach Jordan. That's really two different questions. Um, a student can can be measured by your grade point average uh, and your achievement. I was a 3.7 student in high school. Uh, took all the things the kids around here take. Uh, the Iowa education system is solid on the public side, and we were. Um, as far as being a student in the class, we're both deans, so we have to be very careful here about what we give license to our students to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, right. Do as I say, not as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't always... I wasn't a distraction, but um, certainly wasn't a model student. Uh, but we had, I can say very honestly, in our, our academic sphere, in our town in general, uh, my high school was actually a bit smaller than what All Saints is. Um, the town was 1,800 people, uh, very small place, but we had this spirit of competition. So mm-hmm. the academic arena, you competed there too, mm-hmm. and we... I had 30 kids in my class to be mm-hmm. in the top 10%. You were mm-hmm. in the top three. <clears throat> top three were 3.9 and above uh, with the valedictorian being a 4.0 who ended mm-hmm. up with a doctorate degree in environmental engineering from the University of Iowa and works as an environmental consultant down in Houston. Still one of my good friends today. Okay. Um, so we had a lot of competition mm-hmm. to drive us uh, even in subjects that we weren't quite as polished on. Mm-hmm. And it was um, healthy competition, Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, we knew where we stood. Uh, we worked hard. It, it was healthy. It wasn't um, rivalry, per se, though it was competition. You know, my best friend was a valedictorian. He always got 100s, and I always got 96s, and it really ticked me off. <laughs> but uh, that probably says a lot about me. So, uh. oh, but, you know, in, in this group, we always talk, too, about iron sharpens iron. And, and so Absolutely. he made you better, didn't he? He made okay. me better. Okay. He did. And then he went to Iowa, which is tragic. Okay. Uh, I, I I was wondering what word you were going to use there, but tragic is he good. He found it. Yeah. He found the right word. Huh? All right. So tell us then outside of the classroom, what okay. were you guys involved in? What were those things you guys took pride in outside of the classroom? Okay. If it was a, uh, if it involved a ball of some sort, I, 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 I did it, you know, just, uh, football, uh, Played quarterback, played a corner on defense, um, basketball. You know, it's probably my favorite sport. Love to play basketball. Um, played center field in baseball. And so I was uh, involved with that and uh, jumped some hurdles um, throughout school. So out, so outside of uh, the classroom, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty much moving from one season to the next just with a uh, – with the sport where I'm from, um, my hometown, uh, FFA, which is an agricultural program. That's, that's pretty big. And so, uh, you know, you would show, you know, you could show, uh, pigs or heifers or so got involved with that a little bit. Um, wasn't as committed to that as, as it, as you need to be, you know, to have success with it. But, uh, but yeah, that was pretty much my, uh, involvement, you know, and, and people give me a strange look when I tell them about that, you know, about the uh, agricultural side and how that's a uh, that's a passion of mine. But it uh, it, it it really is. So. More awards from the uh, sports side or the FFA side? Probably sports. Okay. Yeah, probably sports. So. All right. <laughs> Coach Jordan, 
outside of the classroom? Again, we, we, and, and we still do, um, you know, part of my story, uh, involves my hometown and several of the people who are there. You've heard parts of it. Um, they still today have an outstanding track record of offerings of extracurricular activities. So I was, uh, we had what we called speech. I don't know exactly what you call it here, but it's acting like one, one act plays, uh, did a news radio thing one year, did, um, um, acted in the one act. I had a couple, uh, two of us did our own monologues, uh, participated in all of the school plays. We did large productions, musicals every year. And I was a part of that. Um, I was involved in choir, uh, both our, our large choir and then also small ensemble groups for contests, uh, actually made it to all state choir my senior year, um, as a, as a high tenor, believe it or not. I believe um, you. that was, that was my superpower and um involved in that and then then sports of course i played uh football basketball and track i only played basketball two years my sophomore and junior year i made a egotistical mistake my senior year um that i still struggle to reveal uh Mm -hmm. ran track all four years um did not get the opportunity to play baseball that was probably my my favorite Mm -hmm and mm-hmm. best sport that's mm-hmm. where my talents fit the best um up there in the north it didn't thaw until around now <laughs> around, <laughs> around may 1st mm-hmm. so uh so baseball is a summer sport and my family situation required me to work mm-hmm. and um, do other things so i wasn't able to play baseball beyond the seventh grade i played seven <clears throat> or, uh, sorry i played uh seven games or no, 10 games my junior year. Uh, and then I went off to some football camps. That's part of my story too. But, um, and those seven games were really good. But uh, yeah, I didn't get to play baseball. So I was only gotcha. three sport athlete. Gotcha. It's, it's Renaissance man here, right? Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. musicals, choir. Across the board. Very versatile. All of it. Oh yeah. Isn't that part of the fun of being in a small school? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. As you have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sitting here acting like I was good at all those things, but uh, truth is, you know, very average. But, but it makes no, you no, a, no, a no. well-rounded I was also, person. I was also in the show choir, which was the dancing singing group. Yeah. And I was really good at that. I, 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 I would probably, <laughs> I would probably pay some good money for some clips of that. <laughs> Shh, I can imagine around somewhere. They, they're out there <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. I can imagine. Uh, but but yeah, that that, that opportunity yeah. to do those things was compelling. And, and like I said, we had the spirit of competition in the classroom. Mm-hmm. We just did stuff together. So yeah. it was the same group of folks that did all the same stuff. I had friend groups in each, but there was very little um, differentiation. You had the FFA, you mm-hmm. had um, certain other events and sports and stuff that maybe grabbed some of the other kids. But for the most part, we did stuff together. So mm-hmm. all the football guys were in the choir mm-hmm. and uh, or the band. You know, when we had band at halftime, half the people playing had their football uniforms on because they were out there and part of the football team as well. Mm-hmm. It's just the culture that we grew up in and, and what we did. It's mm-hmm. a, I, To the extent I can brag about anything in my life, being from there is, mm-hmm. is, a, is a good brag. It's gotcha. a good place to be from. Gotcha. So. That's awesome. Good stuff. Good deal. It is. All right. So we've got UT Tyler, yeah. graduate, and we've yeah. got... 
Iowa State mm-hmm. graduate. Sure. Um, definitely not the University of Iowa. I want to be very clear. God, how can I be on a podcast? And University of Iowa, Iowa, about Iowa State. State. <laughs> so Coach Jordan has been pretty humble, Mr. Beasley, if I'm right. correct, right here. Uh, we all love sports, but he's Absolutely. probably the best athlete in the room. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I he, can, he yeah. did play Power Five conference yeah. Yeah. football. Yeah. So I mean, and I have seen a clip. It is true. Oh yeah, he did play. Uh, so looks like he played. Looks he, like he can still play. I'm sure he could. <laughs> I'm sure he could. Everything would explode the minute I tried to, <laughs> to run yeah. full speed. I wouldn't get in front of you. So okay, so. Let's start, Mr. Beasley. Okay. UT Tyler. What was the, what were deciding factors? You know, uh, of course, UT Tyler, it's uh, just right here in our back. You know, it, it was right here in my backyard. My brother, um, a couple of years younger than me, was still um, still pretty active, you know, uh, with sports and um, here at All Saints. Um, he and I are extremely close. You know, he... Um, that's my best friend, best man in my wedding. Um, he, he and I shared a room together up until I got married, you know, just, uh, that's my guy. And I wanted to be here to support him. You know, I, I want, I wanted to stick around and, um, you know, be able to watch him play. He was a heck of a player. I mean, just in everything, heck of a player. And, um, you know, I just, um, wanted to be here to support him probably uh, probably more so than anything and um, I met Leslie sometime in there and so that as far as going off to school uh, with her being local and being here in school uh, yeah, that was uh, kind of the deciding factor to stick around stick around this area I'd say it's worked out pretty well for you for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if, <laughs> if, Leslie's, if Leslie's listening to this, it worked out very well. Thank you, Leslie. W- wouldn't change a thing about it. All right, Coach. Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Tell us about your journey. You obviously, again, <clears throat> standout athlete, had some options, but Iowa State. is a fantastic institution. It's it's really a gym. Uh, has a, you know, it's about a town of about 50,000. I think it's about 75 now. I think there were 26,000 students when I was chose to go there. Uh, I think there's about 37, 38 now, um, much larger. Uh, agriculture and engineering are its, and their vet school is top notch as well as their turf grass school. Uh, I was a liberal arts major, so I kind of slid in under the radar there at the uh, at the land grant university. Um, Are you asking me why I chose to go? Yeah, there? how'd you how'd you end up there? Okay, so I know what you're, I know what you're asking. Yeah. I'm just some hesitant. How long do you want me to speak? I, I got there. I was I went on a on a football scholarship. Yeah. So um, I was a standout athlete in high school. Um, football was where I drew the most attention. Um, please don't take any of this as arrogance. Oh, no. Just facts <laughs> or not maybe not facts. facts. I, I can embellish a little bit, can I? Hey, go for it. Uh, my, my recruitment was was unique. Uh, my situation was not unique, but, <clears throat> but difficult. I did not believe that college was in my future. Um, I believed the military was probably where I would end. I had no idea how to afford it. Um, and my family circumstances at the time were not conducive to... Um, 
my future beyond a lot of fighting and kicking stuff around. Um, so for me, my way forward was through sports and football in particular. Um, I told you I left for some football camps uh, that summer before my senior year. Um, one I was invited to, one I was not. Um, made a name at both. And the one that I was invited to talked about me being there for four years. My recruitment was odd. I was from a small town. Like I said, we were 1A high school, almost class A high school in Iowa, which is the second to lowest classification. Um, running backs from that locale don't get recruited. Um, don't know why I thought that I could other than I was determined and that's what I did. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, not kind of, it was, it was who I was. And um, so recruitment started in my junior year, um, Iowa, Iowa State, Minnesota, Notre Dame, Kansas State, Stanford, UCLA, um, letters, Dartmouth, Penn, Yale, letters poured in uh, from that type of stuff. Uh, some smaller schools, not that many. My school had a long history. Uh, I played for a legendary coach who was murdered in 2009. Um, we can talk about that later too, uh, but uh, we were known. Uh, so that helped with some of that. Um, my junior year, I led the state in rushing with 1,500-plus yards as a junior. Um, my senior year, I answered that with 2,100 yards, both of those in um, nine games, nine-game seasons. So um, I had over 200 yards a game, Coach, your senior year. 250. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. A, don't short the man. I, I don't like to get shorted on that because – it's literally probably my biggest accomplishment to this day. There's a lot of stories within that. Um, however, I was offered, I, I went into that fall. Minnesota was had had me up before uh, the season. I'd gone up there. I loved it. Loved the University of Minnesota. I think it's a beautiful place. Great city. Um, liked what they were doing in their football program at the time. I met a girl on the trip. She was cool. Um, and then... They were in my school every Friday, standing there with my coach, staring at me, eating lunch. Felt awkward. Um, and they hadn't offered. It was about the fifth game of the season. I was had some notoriety, and I was like, what is going on? And so I took the ASVAB like we all were required mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. Do they do that anymore? No. Not really. We yeah. were required, I mean, right? In yeah. 98, yeah. We had, yeah, you, yeah. You, can, you can go do it, but yeah, no, we don't give okay. it anymore it yeah. to everybody. So I scored like a 99 on the ASVAB, so guess what? Yeah. All over me. So I was I was set to sign um, to go to the Army. On a, I remember, never forget, it was a Wednesday morning, Wednesday night. I was Or Tuesday night, it was going to be a Wednesday morning. I was set to sign, meet the sergeant at the, at the school and sign to go because I didn't where I figured I was going. That was my future. And the football stuff was just, I couldn't do much more. I'd run for, like the night, the weekend before, I'd run for 282. Because mm -hmm. I just won't forget this. We game ended, because we ended games. When you got up 50 points, the game ended. Mm -hmm. And we ended it against a team that had beaten us the year before. And we only lost, we rarely lost. And uh, yeah, 282, six touchdowns, homecoming, yay, Jay. Going to the Army next week. And Iowa State coach called. <clears throat> he said, hey, how'd you like to come down here and play for us for the next four years? And he offered me a scholarship that night. And so I had an uncomfortable meeting with the sergeant the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
they never stopped calling me until um, I'd aged out a few years back. Uh, but now I had an offer. I had a place to go, and it was Iowa State. Funny thing is, I'd been to the University of Iowa four or five times, been hosted in some really cool things. You remember Jay Burson? Oh, yeah. You remember when Jay Burson got his neck broken against Iowa? Yep. At Horton? I was in the front row on the Iowa bench mm. as a recruit. I that, remember that watching game. that game. Yeah. So that was a cool, not a cool moment, but a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but Iowa had been all over me. I didn't like them. I messed around with them. So Minnesota, no small schools, which I would have gone to a small school, especially uh, Northern Iowa, which is what is now FBS, then was 1AA, really solid playoff program, not 20 minutes from home. Mm-hmm. I mostly wanted to go far away. And Iowa State wasn't far away, but it was the furthest I got. What ended up happening was I had no other offers. I had one small Division three school call me, um, and he said, hey, Jay, I know I'm probably not in the running, but I just wanted to touch base with you. And I said, man, thank you. Thank you for calling me. I said, I don't even know what to think because, yeah, I've got this offer, but I don't have anybody else. Not nobody Division three. He goes, what? I said, yeah, nobody Division three, nobody Division two, no junior college. Nobody else has given me any other options. I got one option. Now, I had Dartmouth beating down my door, but I'm not taking a bunch of AP tests to go to Dartmouth because that's I wasn't that type of student. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, thanks. And he's like, man, well, if you'll take a look at me, I'll, I'll take you. And I was like, I mean, I'm probably, I'm going, going to go to Iowa state, but still mm-hmm. I, I appreciate the interest mm-hmm. and I might've gone somewhere else. I, I oftentimes look back and think it would have been cool to go somewhere else, but I went down on a recruiting visit to Iowa state. Um, my roommate on that ended up being my roommate in college. We hit it off. Um, and I committed right there on that visit because I just didn't have anything else. Um, the good news was great place. Love the school. Bleed it. Um, still love going back. I'm friends with their head coach today. Um, so... I know this isn't in my script or prepared questions for you, but in your office, you currently have your helmet and a pair of gloves. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. What does that symbolize for you? So I have my helmet. I have a, a football, signed football from the 1990 Iowa State squad, which was my first, uh, and a pair of gloves, which were my linebacker gloves that I played with when I uh, switched over to outside linebacker at Iowa State. Oh. The helmet represents the accomplishment. It took a lot to get to there. Mm-hmm. Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually even. That's the accomplishment. I did that. Sounds selfish, but yeah. for us, I did that. The ball is... All my coaches and my uh, all my teammates, including myself, have signed it that that fall and they gave it to us. It's only one like that I have, uh, and I've been able to preserve it for the 30, mm-hmm. 30 plus <clears throat> years. And that represents them, my brothers, the guys we sweated and bled and fought with and for, that are my friends today, and um, that's that's emotional. Um, the gloves, hard work. 
you put on gloves when you go to the garden. You put on gloves when you go to the field. Agriculture, right? Absolutely. I'm from Iowa, so I understand what that is and mm-hmm. did that many mm-hmm. times. That's the hard work, and that ties it all together. Can I ask so a question about that? Yes, sir. Is it any piece of equipment that means more than the other? The helmet, the ball, the gloves? Is it any one piece that... Yeah, the gloves. I could hear that in your voice. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my son Sam, my younger one, when he was in kindergarten, brought those gloves to show and tell. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me, he doesn't know this, so hopefully he's not listening. He was telling me the uh, the other day on the couch. I asked him, I said, did you, did you guys do show and tell? And he goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, I brought you your gloves. He goes, I, he said, I was so proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a moment. Yeah, that yeah, he that would have been be. a moment. Yeah, absolutely, no question. Yeah, I could say this, Coach Model. Had I, if I had gloves from Division One football, I'd probably have them on right now. Still wearing them? I can go not take them at this moment. <laughs> at this moment. What about the helmet? Probably so. Probably. I mean, just to, <laughs> on my hip. Just yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, just hip, carried yeah. around. So so you, so you know about it? Oh, I would. Yeah, yeah so. I understand that. Yeah, no, I love when you wear your cyclone stuff. You, uh, you're yeah. proud still. Mm-hmm. That's great. Very. That's good. All right, so life after college. Let's just skip there. Okay. You guys graduated. Okay. Then what? You guys have both taken different routes here. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. So Coach Beasley, you you graduate okay. college. First yeah. job out is um, first job out uh Brownsburg Junior High. Okay. My, my old stomping grounds. Yeah. And, uh, and first car? First car, um, it was a 1996 uh, green Volkswagen Golf. Okay. Yeah. So it was. Would you guess that? Multiple choice? No. Yeah. Not a golf. <laughs> I so actually was, had a uh, golf at one time too. Yeah. It was, uh, I enjoyed it. It was great on gas. Mm-hmm. That's about all I can say for mm-hmm. it. It's great on gas. Um, yeah, so, uh, first job out of college, um, teaching, uh, eighth grade geography, mm-hmm. um, coaching there in, in Brownsboro at, at the junior high place that, uh, that I went coaching with two coaches that coached me. So that was, uh, that was very interesting. So you you're, know? what do you say? 23? 22. 22. 22. Yeah. And you're back at a school you graduated from just mm-hmm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. How, how, how interesting was that? You know, um, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. You know, I I, I really enjoyed it. The uh, the community of Brownsburg is wonderful. You know, just great people. Um, it has some challenges going back home. You know, because uh, people remember you how they remember you. You know, but uh, but all in all, for the most part, it um, very enjoyable, very enjoyable. So yeah, it was. For the most part, pretty smooth. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, at the junior high, you coach whatever's in season. So, uh, you know, football, moving to basketball. Um, interesting move in the spring, I would coach uh, varsity baseball. I was the uh, JV baseball coach, uh, first assistant to the varsity in baseball. And so that gave me, a, you know, a chance to connect with some of the, you know, the high school kids and kind of kind of be uh, visible and involved there. So, uh so yeah, so so did that. Um, you kind of want to hear about that t- 
to here or is that later? No. So tell us. So, okay. So you, you started Brownsburg Junior High. Seven years at Brownsburg Junior High. Yep. Uh, left there, uh, came over to TISD, okay. Stewart Middle School, uh, for three years. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. And um, just, um, I think I've talked to you about this, just some of the hardest working kids, just some of the uh, some of the toughest kids, um, um, easiest to love kids, you know, you, you'd ever want to be around. I mean, they would uh, they would give you all that they they could give you, and you just had to appreciate that. Was there for three years, uh, teaching and coaching. Um, had a wonderful time there. My last year, my fourth year in TISD, had a chance. One, one of the neatest jobs I've ever had worked as a behavior interventionist for the district. So I had a chance to kind of go around to each elementary campus and kind of work with the uh, special ed population. Really fun job. Did that for a year. Had a chance to go back out to Brownsboro at the elementary as an assistant principal. Uh, Loved every minute of that. Loved every minute of that. Every minute of that. Was there for six years at the uh, elementary school. Then had a chance to be principal at the intermediate school, most recently the past three years. Really enjoyed that spot. Um, I was with, uh, you know, with my twins as they, when they moved into fourth grade, um, that's when I moved over to the intermediate school. So we kind of went over together. And so uh, some definite, some, some really good memories there. And um, this year, most recently, had a chance to serve the All Saints community. And um, this is, um, I haven't had a bad experience. I haven't had one bad experience at, at All Saints. Um, thanks to the people, you know, the, the kids, you know, the, excuse me, my colleagues, the people I work with. Um, I wake up each morning just excited about being here. Um, and so do my kids. So this uh, this has been great. Awesome. Good stuff. Coach Jordan, you've kind of taken a circuitous route here, if I easy for me to say, right? Yeah. Um, tell us about your story. I hesitate here, and I'm probably going to be intentionally vague. Uh, you know I appreciate and take pride in being authentic. Though there's a lot of lot of negatives, a lot of downs in my story. I can tell you, once I stopped playing football, um, that was a hard thing for me, um, mentally weak, I guess. Um, but um, I, I've had a long journey finding identi identity uh, beyond that, and this has nothing to do with job or otherwise. From a job perspective, I uh, <laughs> I graduated with the incredibly valuable history degree without a teaching certificate. Um, not something I would advise, by the way. Uh, so <laughs> I went to uh, I went to law school at SMU. So that's what brought me down to down to Texas. SMU had been a school that had recruited me. That would it would I would have been in the first class after the death penalty. Oh, wow! All I right. wanted to go. I was my my idol was uh, Eric Dickerson. Yeah, he, um, Ray James. Yeah. Pony, so Pony XS. So I wanted to come to SMU. I, I actually in Iowa wore an SMU sweatshirt. And uh, my coach looked at me, held up the letter, and said, no. So <laughs> Just that was, no? That was it. Yeah. He just said no. <clears throat> um, anyway, so I came for law school and uh, also love SMU. Uh, not quite as much as Iowa State, but pretty close. Um, so I got a law degree. Uh, I practiced law for a number of years. I still actively have a few cases that I've handled uh, now done a little bit of everything in law from criminal defense to juvenile defense to um, transactionals uh, 
work, both corporate and real estate, um, putting together financial partnerships, uh, civil litigation. I've done well, quite a bit uh, in that. I've also had a securities route. I've been in security sales uh, in the past and financial planning. I've uh, been a real estate developer uh, in a firm in Dallas um, where I was general counsel and partner there. Um, and I do still do a little bit of real estate, um, here. All of that leads me to education, which is quite the scratch on the record, uh, for a career. Um, but I guess as you get to know me more, it's probably less, uh, less of a departure. Um, but at one point you put in here kind of transformative events, um, and there were a couple through the last decade in my life that uh, led me to pursue this. And what I've found, I would echo uh, what Mr. Beasley just just stated. What I what I found at All Saints was an opportunity to do something authentically in myself, which is teach, coach. Coaching is really teaching. Mm-hmm. It's not Absolutely. not any different. Um, and be at a place that I could be myself good and bad, just myself, and maybe not be appreciated for it, but be accepted. And that's when I say All Saints is my family. Absolutely. I finally found a place. It took me a long time and a lot of ups and downs to get here. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Well, I would just like to say again, watching both of you assimilate it has been seamless. I mean, it's, it's, it, I feel like I, so this is, I'm finishing year 10. I feel like you guys have been here the whole time. I wish you had, but the genuineness that you guys give to students, they feel that. And the way they respond to you is just phenomenal. So thank you guys for being here. But I mean, it is, it, it I have learned so much just by watching you guys coach. I got to coach. We got to coach Jordan and I got to coach mm-hmm. Billy's son this year in hoops. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but just watching how those kids react to you in there, you, they come in, but you're already running up and down the court, getting loose. And again, yeah, like coach Beasley, as like you said, he looks like he could still go out and, and hit some people today. Um, I'm not going to challenge him. I'm just, so, I, I can speak for myself. Yeah, I mean, but 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 just watching how the kids respond to both of you well, is yeah. is awesome, and so All Saints is, is lucky to have you guys. Thanks. Um, all right, so let's wrap it up with some words of wisdom to uh, to everybody out there. So I, I wrote down a couple of thoughts. If you could go back to your high school self, and and Mr. Beasley, I know you said you would probably do it a little differently now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm curious. I'm going to start with you here. Um, what what would you go back and, and tell that that person? Yeah, uh, go back to high school. Just um, don't be scared to give it y'all. Don't 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 be afraid to do a little bit extra. I mean, don't. I guess why not? Why not go beyond or above? Um. I was reluctant to do that at 16, 17 years old. I just wanted to status quo, bare minimum, just just enough, like I mentioned earlier, to keep uh, mom and daddy off my backside. But uh, why not? Why not go above? Just because it's the thing to do, or just why not do it? So that I guess that would be my um, 
Yeah. Advice I could give the old high school me. Why not? Yeah, don't. Two words. Don't why not? It's awesome. Okay. All right. Coach Jay, what would you say? What would you go back to your high school self and say? Man, I've, I've contemplated this as you sent it out. It's been hard. I don't don't really know how to articulate fully. I'll say two things real quick. Uh, relax and love yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a lifelong journey from a lot of self-hate and self-doubt to get to a part where I'm starting to understand what that actually means mm-hmm. and that it's not a negative anti-religious um, connotation. It's more embracing that, that you have value. Know that you are valuable. That's what I would sit myself down and I would say, know that you have value and that you are worthy to be here. Mm-hmm. And I would communicate that same thing. I try to communicate that same thing to our students here mm-hmm. when given the opportunity. Um, because that is where you are prepared now to love those around you, is when you can reconcile that. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't. And um, I would I would say that. On my right shoulder, uh, it's tattooed, and the moniker underneath the tattoo is... Uh, Percussus resurgo, which is Latin for struck down, I rise again. That's Not how many times you get knocked down, right? That's me. Got to get back up. Yeah, that goes right along with what Mr. Beasley just said. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how hard you get knocked down, how far it doesn't define that. It says struck down, period, I rise again. And you just keep doing it. You keep showing up. I told a bunch of college students when my <clears throat> middle son was with his teammates um, as he went off to college. I told them as they stood there because they all had kind of wide eyes, you know, wondering what they were walking into because they don't know. I did. And I said, keep showing up. Show up every day. You show up in the classroom. You show up here. You show up on the athletic field. You show up in a relationship. You show up whatever you're facing. Mm-hmm. You just keep showing up. I didn't say show out. Mm-hmm. I didn't say be the best. There's a difference. I said just keep showing up. And it's amazing what that will do for your level of achie- achievement, your level of happiness, your le- level of contentment. And I don't sit here as a guru with anything. I've just lived a lot of life, just like y'all. I mean, we sat and talked about it, right? That's what I would say to me. That might be the only thing me would listen to, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. And I'm not sure I would have even listened to that. But uh, that that's what I would say. I can listen to you all day, Coach Jay. Shit. Yeah, right? I mean, it's become his show. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I mean, just I, to... I, I, yeah, I really could. Yeah. Thank you. So I think, I mean, I think that's great advice to end on, really. Yeah. Show up no matter what. Show up every day. And why not? Why not? Great question. I don't have an answer. I mean, I didn't then, and 25 years later, I just, I don't don't know why. All right, now here's the big question. Who wins in a game of horse between the three of us? Whoa. I'm third. I've seen you shoot, Coach Beasley, and you're about to sell yourself short. I've uh, I've already got S. No. um, (laughs) 
Well, he's just going to dunk until we get. <laughs> if we go one on one, I'm probably going to go here because I, I just don't. I can't see myself doing anything with Coach J under the basket. A game of horse, I'm going to have to go with you because yeah. I've seen you You're stroke like, it. I, I, look, I've, I've seen you stroke it. I mean, collegiate athlete. He played basketball. There's there's only one guy in the room that didn't play any college ball. I mean, there's only one guy in the room who played his last game for Brownsboro. The rest of you guys have some post high school. Uh, so what people don't understand, and Brian, you'll appreciate this. You'll be modest, but what people don't understand is basketball. Mm-hmm. That sport, when you get to that level, regardless of the level, oh NAIA, D three, D two, just whatever. If you get past high school. Oh, yeah. You can flip and play the game. I mean, you can shoot whatever your part of the game was, which was obviously shooting and ball handling and ball distribution. Mm -hmm. You can do that at a level Mm -hmm. that most people don't understand or recognize. And and you know what, Coach Jay, I think uh, absolutely. And there's a certain kind of fire that I've Mm -hmm. seen from Coach Motto. Now, I may not see it in college uh, advising, No, you know, uh, which he's passionate about what he does there, but there's a certain fire. That um agreed, you know, and, and <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It uh, it, it, it I just tell you that it's it's attention getting. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It is attention getting. I think it surprised a few people this year, out of the middle school basketball world. <laughs> I got a little fired up a few it times. Was, it was a good surprise. All right, it was, it was yeah. a good surprise. It's gonna be fun going again next year. Yeah, let's go. Absolutely, oh, yeah. let's go. All right. Gentlemen, thank you guys for being yeah, here. Appreciate you any us, any man. parting shots here? No, just um, thank you guys for having us. Uh, I apologize for my responses not being nearly, nearly as profound as Coach Jay's. I just, this guy here. Yeah, no, he's a man. This that's, is my dude here. That's just because I'm windy and obnoxious. So <laughs> We love both of you for it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. that's, that's what I mean. I can be accepted great. being Thanks myself. Having us, yeah, this, 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 this has been a lot of fun. So, all right, guys, thank you. Yeah. Uh, again, All Saints is, is lucky and proud to have you guys uh, as part of the family. So, all right. Be here. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of My College Story. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ASES College. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs>